0: Welcome to the Fully Authentic Podcast, the podcast where I help you live authentically in a world full of deception. Buenos dias, todo el mundo. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Authentic Podcast. In continuation of last week's episode, we are talking all things food. And for today's episode, we have Ava.
1: Hi, Carla. Nice to be back.
0: (laughs) Yes, I know. So this is our second time recording this episode um, because last episode, Carla couldn't get it together and her audio sucked. But thank you for coming again on the show, making time to get on here and talk to me.
1: Um, How have you been since the last time we talked? Uh, I've been in Florida more back and forth, so it's been it's been nice to just have that change of scenery. And I've been working on my course in metabolic health that's going to be out soon. Um, and I've been keeping busy with just learning more about my modality of health.
0: I love that. I love that. So, um, for the people that don't know you, introduce yourself. What do you do? How do you do it? Et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, so my page on Instagram is called Avocado Aficionados. And at one point, it was a space where I was recording videos and um, picture content of my recipes um, from healthy desserts to just Italian chicken cutlets, something like in between that kind of content. So a nice mix of all kinds of recipes. And it transitioned into metabolic health because I was struggling with my own issues, with my gut issues and all that. Mm And I ended up just finding this way of health that allows you to heal your gut, your any skin issues, hair and nails. And it's really just all encapsulated in that modality of health where you're healing your metabolism, um, increasing your body temperature, uh, how you use up food to create energy. And that's what I've really been focused on. And it includes eating meat. It includes eating dairy. It includes eating food fruit and vegetables and grains so it's really not restrictive and it's just about um eating the eating the foods you love at the times you want to eat and exercising strategically with it yes so
0: as you could tell she eats meat she eats seafood she eats all of that as you guys know i'm vegan but we still love our differences and you know it's about finding what works for you Um, but now that you have you know been blogging for a couple years and your instagram has changed how has your like mental evolved with it other than the obvious like using food to heal you how does how has your content changed um how has your branding changed and all that
1: so i started using canva and utilizing reels more instagram at one point was just mostly pictures and posting videos wasn't as common two years ago. And that completely changed and I had to follow the trends to keep up. So I, I have a nice mix of reels with some entertainment and my infographics are more on the educational side and just really putting out a different kind of content that I, than I ever thought I would. More so educational and really niched down as opposed to just posting any recipe that I would make in the kitchen.
0: Yeah, I remember. So another thing um, for you guys to know is that me and Ava went to college together. Um, Our senior year, we were in Entrepreneurship 101 together. And I remember she already had her blog because you started what, freshman year? Yeah. 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 So she had her blog for a while, but like we were just talking about all these ways we were gonna make it into the influencer world and how we were gonna use fitness and just like health um so it's crazy to see how far you've come um I know that right now you're like working a nine to five but your goal is to be like a full-time content creator so what is making you go down that route
1: yeah um well actually I'm really I have an announcement that I just found another job that's more social media based which is really exciting so I'm really gonna get to the I'm going to get to learn even more about the business side of social media and how companies use it to their benefit. So I'm kind of going to be on the opposite side of an influencer. So I'm, I'm happy to transition from what I was doing to this. because It's going to support what I really want to do in the long term. But I just I just always saw myself like working from my phone one day laptop, like on my own time. I never I never imagined myself working in an office. Mm-hmm. And luckily I've, I've been remote, but it's still not the same as working for yourself when you have to put your efforts into another company. But I really just, I'm, I'm really grateful that I have this opportunity moving forward to exercise my skills in social media and strategy.
0: Yeah, business is really all about marketing how others perceive you, perceive the brand, perceive your products. Um, So congratulations. I'm happy that you can utilize your nine to five and just bring all that knowledge into your own business and like what you want to do. What is one thing you feel like you've had to overcome working in the field and the niche that you've had to, because I feel like when it comes to fitness and it comes to wellness and all of that, you have to really have a thick skin because not everyone's going to agree with you. So like, obviously we have our differences in like how we see our health or at least like what we eat. Um, But like, what's one thing you've had to overcome?
1: I think just overcoming like what people would think of me for having such a unique and unknown way of thinking about eating. You know, most people don't think this way. It's not the common way of living and eating food. And it's something that has worked for me. But most people think that meat is bad for you, which is um, typical. Uh, <laughs> sorry about yes. that. That's was- no, Okay. okay. Well, most people don't think this way that meat can be a tool or dairy can be a tool just for nutrients and such. But I think that just using these to my advantage has really helped shape how I, how I go about helping clients and creating my course. And really, it's just, it's not that I, I attack vegans because I don't. I really just look down upon the brands that are trying to make people think that that's healthier than the real thing. Like yeah. some of these fake cheeses and these fake meats, like you can't compare the ingredients to the one ingredient real deal not to mention the nutrient profiles but again I really I really don't like to I'm not trying to be the person who's demonizing plant-based because I'm not about that but really I just want to show people that you can eat those foods that you might enjoy you just have to eat like raw dairy or pasture-raised meat which can get expensive so I really try to keep a practical approach because you can't All or nothing is not realistic for most people, including myself.
0: Right. And I think there's two things that I want to say to that. One, that's very important that like you don't attack the vegans and then the vegans don't attack you. Because I feel like a lot of people, when I tell them I'm vegan, they're just like, oh, are you like one of those extremists? And I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) Like, I don't care if you eat meat in front of me. I don't care if you eat fish in front of me or whatever that is um it's really just about like respect and like again finding what whatever works for you um but i wholeheartedly agree that it's about coming to the brands or t- for the brands that make it seem like they're 10 times healthier than the real deal like i don't care who you are if you've ever had a conversation with me and you've told me oh i ate a beyond meat um from burger king today instead of the real thing i'm like first of all like no, don't eat that. <laughs> it's not healthier than the real deal, especially if it's from Burger King. People like, please yeah. let's let's take away the fast food here. I know it's addictive, but it's not healthy. But even if you go anywhere else, like I would rather people eat real beef than like a Beyond Burger because like all the chemicals that it it takes to have it made and whatnot, um, the cheeses as well, like. There's just so many things that go into it that are not good and that are inflammatory that you might as well just eat the real thing, like yeah. Um, and then on top of that, um, I lost my train of thought. I feel like sometimes I lose my train of thought when I have things to say. Um, but well, I'll get back to it whenever I okay. it comes back to my head. It always it always comes back. Um, yeah. Now what does your family think about your lifestyle? Cause I, you said that you were a little bit scared of how people thought of like your lifestyle and whatnot. Like how does your family handle it or your friends? There,
1: yeah. Yeah. Everyone's very supportive. And I've actually taught my family a lot of new things about like almond milks, dairy milks and meat and eggs to get like, we only buy pasture raised eggs now. Um, it's just like those little changes in everyday products that you eat. It it can make a difference because I eat eggs every day, stuff like that. Um, milk and your coffee, just making those little transitions with those, um, certain foods, like certain orange juices. So really just having that positive influence and opening their minds to a different way of eating because if it's not working if, if the way that you're doing things is not working for you it's time to change things up so i'm really grateful that they've always been supportive and i haven't always eaten like this like i was pounding the almond milk and the almond butter and i transitioned out of going too heavy on the nuts and that really helped me out with my issues
0: now that you said all of that i remember what i was going to say and it was about um just being mindful and prioritizing Um, Your health, because like you said, you like to teach your clients how to live in this healthy way, and things could get expensive. But it's all about like prioritization and what is more important. Would you rather get your eyelash extensions or would you get something that is going to be healthier for you on the inside and the outside? Um, Yeah. So I I agree with that. Um, I love that your family supportive because. It's really hard when you don't have people around you that support um, your lifestyle. But it's also nice that you have been teaching them because I feel like especially the older generation is very stuck on their ways, um, yes. especially if they're ethnic. Um, so <laughs> like, for my mom, she's been learning a little bit more. I don't really, you know try to put her on the vegan route, just more on the mindful route. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if you're going to eat meat, mom, then like eat this meat versus this meat and like shop here instead of there or go to this farmer instead of this. And so that has been um, helpful with my family as well. What would you say is like your go to like dish that's healthy, easy, affordable so that people can get some ideas?
1: Uh, A really easy one is anything with ground beef, like just making some taco meat. With ground beef, it gets cooked in less than 10 minutes. Uh, you can make a bowl with some rice in it, um, black beans if you want. I don't really eat beans much, but I op- optional for me. Sometimes I want them, like because I'm thinking of chipotle, like homemade chipotle, mm-hmm. um, avocado or mash it up and make it guac. And you could add some salsa on it, cheese, sour cream. I really like to make things like that. Um, another really easy thing I do is avocado toast with regatta, an egg thing. I really like to just build up toast. Like that's probably the easiest for a lunch and maybe uh sure. chipotle. Yeah, homemade chipotle is a dinner option. But for me, ground beef super easy to make. I, and remember, generally-
0: I remember when I was um, still eating eggs and whatnot, I would like load up my toast as well so i would just put like hummus and then i would put mm. avocado and then like the yeah. everything but bagel seasoning with my egg mm. and then my mm. cheese and it was uh oh, it was so good thinking about it now um mm. but yes those are definitely go-to's that are healthy easy affordable um and they're good for the gains. so if mm-hmm. you guys are mm-hmm. going to the gym and stuff like that, those, and you still eat meat and eggs and all of that, that right there is good for the games, especially like the ground. beef. I used to do a lot of ground turkey instead. Um, That's just a personal preference. Um, What is one thing that you love just about being a content creator? And what is something that you don't love about
1: it? I think I really like the aspect of sharing my my perspective and my life, but at the same time, that's also a struggle for me because I know that when I do connect with people and share a little more than I want, I get more engagement. Um, I get more people talking to me um, and you just create those real life connections, but it's also just something that's tough for me because, you know, I I, I don't like to share every little detail in my life. As you know, on my stories, like I post selectively I don't post like every meal I make or just once in a while I just feel like it's an invasion of privacy to some degree but I know that the more I put would put if I did post even more it'd be even more beneficial for me
0: yeah I think it's hard like finding that fine line of like what to post and what not to post what to share what not to share um like sometimes i want to share some things but i'm like you know what let me just stay on the fitness route and like yeah. let me just stay in the health and wellness side before i like get sidetracked, which is kind of a bad thing because it's our page but yeah. it's also like a business so you have to pick right. and choose um vulnerability was scary at first but that's where again you get like your real followers And you get the people that genuinely love you for you and like follow you for everything that you post, whether it's health and fitness, um, wellness recipes, or just like you and your boyfriend. And they're like, oh my God, congratulations on like, I don't know, going on a trip type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything is obviously like about trial and error. And like, what's something that you've tried in your business that may have not worked as
1: expected? Um, I think I think infographics have been a challenge because I'm not getting a lot of the engagement that I would like to see, but it's just something that I know is valuable to those select people that are engaging with them because a lot of people, like they see certain products that they, they use that I'm posting about and I'm telling them the truth about what's really in it and to just be aware of that and it, it's actually, it's, it's amazing to see like the, the people's reactions like what? I've been eating this, no way. Or I've been using this oil for cooking all my life or like th- that orange juice, I love that orange juice. Like it's just those little items that I'm, I'm posting about that can make all the difference in somebody's health journey. So I, I really am trying to push through that stagnation with um, not getting the best engagement, but I, I'm pushing through.
0: I think it's also just realizing that it might not even be us. Sometimes it's literally just the algorithm. Like I am so surprised that they Instagram has turned out to be the way that they are. I know that TikTok is obviously their biggest competition at the moment. So that's why they're pushing out reels more, but, um, their algorithm sucks and that's coming from Mm. someone that genuinely loves Instagram but like the whole saving thing is like better than a like and like the sharing and all that it's just a little too complicated sometimes so I would just definitely say like keep going because that's what I have to tell myself I'm just like some reels will get like 30 40,000 views and like thousands of likes and the other ones are like 200 likes and I'm like what like I don't understand right um now you said you were working on a course and I remember the first time we recorded you were telling me a little bit about it but now time has passed so how has that been going since I know that that's something your audience could look forward to in this year
1: um i'm really i'm really excited with how it's come along i'm making it in canva right now it's about 50 50 slides and i'm still putting some finishing touches on it like doing the interactive um pdfs and all that but right now it's it's really going to be educational like it's going to teach you about like what is metabolism what is metabolic health um give you like a just a baseline of foods you should eat and shouldn't eat and little recipe section, and just really explaining to you why certain foods are better than others, why you should avoid certain foods for a little while, while you're trying to heal your metabolism. And the goal is to really just help women, and even men, but primarily women, um, get have their high energy back. Um, you could balance your hormones indirectly from this approach, and to really just love the skin you're in again. And no more bloating. And that's really something I'm passionate about helping people with because I know so many people struggle with that.
0: Yeah. A Mm. lot of people think that bloating is normal and it's not normal. Um, so it's just how the healthcare system is nowadays. They just say that a lot of things are normal when in reality, it could be avoided by the things that you eat. Um, you have to understand that the healthcare system is a, how would I say it? Um, kind of, it doesn't avoid the problem. I'm trying to look for this word. Yeah.
1: They, they, they give you that they, they um, help with the symptoms, not the root cause.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly that. Um, so once you start looking at the healthcare system in that way, then you're going to look at the foods that you eat differently because you're going to want to heal yourself naturally. Um, or at least that's how I started Um, looking at things. And that's what has helped me come to the way that I am now. Um, Now, my question, which I don't know, just randomly popped up in my head. Do you ever deal with imposter
1: syndrome? Yeah, of course. (laughs)
0: Like, how do you, right? Like, how do you deal with it? Because I was just talking to somebody right now. And they're like, well, you don't have a certification in this and you don't have a degree in this. And obviously what we went to school for is the complete opposite of what we're doing now. Um, So how do you feel about that? And like, what would you tell your audience or the audience about that? Because um, I was just having a conversation with them and I was just basically telling them like, a degree or a certification doesn't necessarily make you an expert within that field. Like it may give you a little bit more knowledge, but that piece of paper just means that you memorized some things, you passed the test and you are good. Doesn't make you qualified or not qualified. So what would you say?
1: I I agree with that a hundred percent. And I I think about that often because I'm not certified in anything. I really am just doing this on my own through books and online research. And I have a degree in marketing from Quinnipiac. So I really just, sometimes I have to just realize like, Stop consuming too much content and comparing yourself to every other girl who's doing it on a bigger scale because you're getting in your head about it and just really focus on like what you want, the message I want to put out there and just practicing and keep keeping on, keeping on, you become an expert in your niche and it's just, it's honestly like it's such a mind game to like, you know, you think you're not good enough, you think people won't believe in you or buy your product whatever like whether it's a course book or a product but you'd be surprised like just carrying yourself a certain way you do give off that vibe and I have to I have to remind myself that every day because it is something I deal with
0: Mm -hmm. yes 100% I would tell anybody that's listening to this podcast right now that comparison is a thief of joy and you cannot compare yourself to people that are doing things differently than you or doing the same thing as you and just doing it different everybody has their own path their own route their own unique taste of things like me training someone I'm not going to train someone like the trainer down the street and mm-hmm. there's some there's a reason why people want to train with me whether it's the vibe I give off whether it's my pricing whether it's my social media platform there's a reason But it's because of you at the end of the day. And one thing I would say, too, um, I was talking about it with another podcaster, is that in your, like, pricing, so, like, in the course, when you come up with the pricing of your course, you need to put in the money that it's coming from you. So, like, put a price on yourself, because, like, you yourself are not a product, but,
1: like... You have to you have to put value on yourself. I agree.
0: People, thank you for her coming to the rescue today because my English is not it today. But she knows <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yes, okay. you have to put value in yourself and in your pricing. Um, mm-hmm. What is one person that has supported you through all of this, whether it was when you first started your bro- blog, when you started your course, What was it, or who was it?
1: My mom and dad, definitely. And they're just really proud of me because I've always been so consistent with it. I may have taken like a break during 2020 because I was, that's when I was really changing my niche. So I was, you know, I slowed down with how much I was posting. But since 2017, I've been posting on a weekly basis at least, but I post more than once a week. But I've been consistent with my blog since then. And that, that shows a lot of someone's character. Like I I'm committed, I'm responsible. I, I care about my blog and seeing people and I've followed people since then for that long. So I've made a lot of connections on there and my parents are very supportive and they always, they keep up and they watch all my stuff too. And my boyfriend and my boyfriend, that's actually how we met.
0: (laughs) On, on through your um, blog? Yeah. I love that. Um, <laughs> what is one mantra you would probably say that you live your life by? Mantra, quote, whichever you want. Um,
1: hmm. I think just to trust the timing of your life, because I'm finally getting certain brand partnerships that I would have never thought of with certain brands. Like, uh, um, what is it? lumen i'm working with this thing called lumen it's this device that tracks your metabolic rate and it's a really interesting concept and now that i'm really honed in on this niche i got this really cool partnership with them i had a a con i had a content um paid partnership with uncle Matt's orange juice one of my favorite orange juice brands and yeah it's just been cool to work in a a CBD company that i love and i really just like keeping consistent and trusting the timing because the more you're consistent during that time, things do come to you and to just believe in yourself because being consistent and, and staying true to my message has paid off.
0: Divine timing is real. And anybody that knows me, follows me. I always say divine timing because sometimes we like to think back and reflect, it's like, damn, why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't I think like this a few years back? And why didn't I post this? And honestly, there's a bigger reason, whether you believe in God, the universe, whatever it may be, like timing is everything and everything will come at um, the perfect time. Um, So other than your mantra and whatnot, what is an advice you would give um, to the people listening right now?
1: Whether it's business, personal, both. Um, To really just acknowledge yourself and listen to your body after a meal, because that's going to give you a signal of, do I like this? Does this food agree with me or not? And to eat with no distractions, because that really has a big impact on bloating and indigestion, being distracted and, being on your phone or watching TV while eating mindlessly, that will cause you to not truly digest your food well. And to that afterwards, listen to how your body reacts to eating that food because you may need to take out that cruciferous vegetable It might be making you bloat, something like that, because I dealt with that exactly.
0: Yeah, I-, I definitely agree. Listen to your body, not only um, after you eat, but listen to your body in every situation. Your body will tell you Anything you need to know when you're eating something, your body will let you know, I don't like this. This is irritating this gut. And this is Mm -hmm. irritating that when you are hanging out with a person, you have that gut feeling. I know it's just a saying, but your body will tell you if you actually vibe with that person or not, if they mean well, if their intentions are pure so your body will tell you everything and yes, acknowledge you because you think the way you think for a reason, um, it's that gut instinct and you just have to learn how to differentiate like your voices versus like the voices that are implanted from those around you. So I agree and listen to your body in like literally every aspect. Yeah. And finishing off the podcast I always do a fun and bonus question and I don't know why I think it was like Instagram suggested this account I don't think you really post on it but I think it's like Ava's kitchen or something
1: oh yeah (laughs) yeah that's more like a mood board for me I just post my my dream kitchen inspiration once in a while yeah, like it, it just
0: came up and I was like lurking and I was like, what is this? I was like, is this like a secret page I shouldn't know about? Um, yes. But going going off of that, what is your favorite thing in your kitchen and why?
1: Um, I, I really love my Vitamix, of course. And I know you do as well. Yes, and yes. the kitchen knives.
0: The kitchen knives. Oh my God. So actually, shout out to Daniel on my special, if he's hearing this. Um, so I go to New York a lot. And we went to go visit him, I would say on New Year's. Yeah. We went to go visit him on New Year's and like beautiful apartment, whatnot. So then his like knife set is like very aesthetically pleasing, but those things are so sharp. And I was 2.2 seconds away from stealing those damn knives because they were (laughs) so nice. And I was like, the day I move out, I need this knife set. And they're I don't know how much they were. They were like a hundred and something dollars. But I don't care quantity or quality over quantity. And I need that. But I do agree. Um, Vitamix are very expensive, but that's another thing that will last you a long time. And if you use it a lot, like I do, I probably use my Vitamix like two, three times a day Um, for like smoothies, acai bowls, soups and all that. It's all worth it. Like when you are taking care of yourself in all aspects, especially when it comes to like, I don't like to say diet because I feel like diet has a negative connotation, but I'm going to use diet for the lack of words that I have today. Um, (laughs) But when you are taking care of yourself and your diet, it's going to cost you. But it's just, again, about... um, trying to figure out what's important to you and putting that into perspective um, because health is wealth. And I rather spend a few more bucks here and there eating something that's healthy or using a kitchen gadget that is going to last me a longer time. um, than later down the road, regret the kitchen gadget that I was trying to save money on, but I had to replace three times or waste it on money. Uh, on food that was not doing me any justice and now I have to pay hospital bills because I'm sick off of those foods that I was trying to save money on
1: exactly exactly I agree and you know it's just about doing the best that you can for your situation anybody's like it's just that little, um, just that one step ahead that you could make, that's all, That's just the right, that, that's the approach to take one step at a time. You know, get rid of the bad vegetable oils that you, if you're gonna start cooking, yeah. Choose the better oils like olive oil, ghee, coconut oil, get rid of those, you know, just like that kind of practical approach.
0: Mm-hmm. Baby steps, baby steps. You're not gonna do certain things overnight. Um, yeah results are not going to come overnight you're not going to change your lifestyle overnight and if you do change it overnight it's not going to be sustainable so you might as yep. well do those little things that will amount to a bigger change in the long run
1: so you got it <laughs> but
0: that being said I appreciate you guys for tuning back in. I appreciate you, Ava, for taking the time to re-record this. Um, Hopefully, whenever you come out with your course, you can let me know so I can let my audience know. Um, And then hopefully we could do like a part two, maybe later on in the year, see where things are at um, business-wise, personally, and all of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Carla. Thank you for having me on. We'll talk soon.